This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, we're discussing uh, potentially doing the uh, uh, insult Jeffy free day, uh, perhaps on Thursday this week. Should be clear, we have not committed to it. No, we can't commit to it. And and the thing is, if we do the insult free day on the air, that doesn't obviously include being, you know, Jeffy free insults. Off of the air because that's impossible. I mean, no one could make, do that. You're just trying to make that clear. I'm just trying to make that clear so that you Moments know ago. that if you start complaining, well, these guys just insulted me off the air. It doesn't matter because we didn't <laughs> promise to not do it off, now, off he, the air. If he says something like that, can we call him stupid in response on the air? Well, yes. If he, it, yes, that's okay. a disqualification. That's part of the rules. <laughs> no. In retaliation, no. right? Okay. If he, okay. <laughs> He starts his no. usual bull crap. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, we must respond. We can't let bull no. crap stand. We can't. The truth lives here. The truth lives here. I want to make sure I understand. So we can't insult him unless he does what he normally does. <laughs> and we can't. <laughs> Uh, it's so going to work out well, I think. Yeah, so. it is. Well, I mean, just don't it do is. that, right, Jeffy? Well, <laughs> you know, don't uh, <laughs> don't do your usual bull crap. That's all we ask. That's not too much to ask, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, it's not a good way to start the show. Here's a story from the Blase. Blase. The Blase. Yeah, it's French. The, okay. The Blase reports Twitter erupting with Clinton body double conspiracy theories following the health scare. Where would they get that from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, are you in this story? Uh, you guys are obviously oh, the I guarantee most prominent you not, members. I guarantee you. In a story on the Blase? No. I think they've got some sort of allergy to reporting anything on <laughs> <laughs> Bad and stew related. Um, Hillary Clinton's collapse at the 9-11 memorial service ignited a new Twitter conspiracy regarding the 68-year-old. The possibility that she is using a body double. Yeah, well, where'd you hear that? Uh, the Glenn Beck program yesterday. <laughs> well, it's one of the, uh, one of the many, one. probably. Yes, yes, many. Um, shortly after news broke regarding Clinton's medical episode that caused uh, Hillary to leave early, the hashtag began. So, yeah, it, it did start early. Some pointed to the fact that Clinton was not flanked by staff or security. Some. Huh. I wonder who they could have cited on that uh, as she left her daughter's apartment. Now, there's another thing that has come out about the daughter 
about Chelsea's apartment, and that's that it used to be some sort of medical facility? That couldn't be too hard to check into, right? If it was a medical clinic. I mean, every... You know, old building in New York had another purpose at one point. The, the idea is that it would be. <laughs> Don't try to make sense of it, Stu. Why? Why do you have to rain on everything? Don't try to make sense of it. Why? why? I want to make sure I understand. They why? set up, set this up as a as a alternative medical facility uh-huh. for the one percent of time that she happens to be in the area. Uh, and maybe she's at an event just a few blocks away so they can bring her there and have a full medical setup so they don't have to go to the hospital. Well, how how often do you think she visits her daughter in Manhattan? Probably quite a bit, right? Yeah. I mean, on, on the camp, in the middle a of the A few times a month? Trail? I mean... Several times a month? Is that unreasonable to assume? Maybe, and that'd be a not great to time assume, and place I, to get medical treatment. If so it's not, it's, a not, it's not necessarily as a... Um, uh, crisis center, but right. just like she stops by whenever she's in town to get, yeah. to get what, they recharged. Visit Chelsea, see the granddaughter, and be ch- recharged. Change the oil. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, put in some new plutonium or whatever powers her. Yes. Right, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, it isn't water, though, I'll tell you that. No, she will not drink water, guys. No. Don't ask her to drink water. She I, will kill I, you. I love that thing. Cause, do you have that story? Cause I can uh, bring it back up. They were, they were talking uh, about the fact that she's dehydrated. All right, that's, that's the big deal now, is that she's supposedly severely dehydrated, and that's what caused the episode on Sunday. And uh, Bill said the same thing, and uh, she has, through the years, had history on rare occasions. Of getting severely dehydrated and going through something like that. But she doesn't like to drink water. And then her staff was jumping all over that. Well, you can't get her to drink water. Because the, the obvious answer to dehydration is water. water. Uh, hydrate. She was, and if I remember correctly, on Labor Day when she was coughing up a lung, she was hydrating with that big old glass of water they had on the podium for her to drink. Somehow they got her to drink that. Uh, interesting. And so now the thing is, is obviously, what that they're saying? Obviously, I don't have internet. Oh, so I, I, Why obviously would you? this is going to be the time when Why? you're stalling for the last 12 it, minutes trying yes. to figure out a way to get me to this story. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I don't have internet. Obviously. Okay. That's what's going to happen. But they were claiming, well, you try to get her to drink water. We can't get her to drink water. She's got an aversion to water. It's, it, I believe what? the quote was, it's become a source of tension on, on the, the campaign. campaign. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, Who? you bitch. <laughs> Drink water. Drink. <laughs> I will not. I will kill the next person who asks me to drink water. Yeah, it's a sor- I, I mean, it's, it's a so source of stupid. tension between the candidate and oh, her staff. It. Okay. She won't drink water. You try to tell Hillary Clinton she has to drink water. That was from a source in close contact with the Democratic candidate. Wait, is that what your your story says? Are you in Politico? <sighs> yeah. Because mine says it says a person in her orbit. <laughs> Does yours say it says a person close? No, this is a this is a story reporting on the Politico ad. Politico described oh, okay. a, a hectic rehydration mission. Wow. Which yes. included lots of bottles of water as well as Gatorade. But they did not mention being in her orbit. Jeffrey, are you okay? I don't know. What's I just on? want Hillary to drink water so she gets better. You look like you're really worked up over this. I am. I just want Hillary to drink water. Oh and gosh. she won't. She won't, she though, won't. Jeffy. How are, can we are make you gonna, that happen? Uh, we can't. 
We can't. She oh. won't do it. You try to tell her. I, I mean, mean, we've I all tried. Will try to tell her. We've all tried. I, on the radio this morning, I begged, please, Hillary, have some water, please. By all that is good and holy and right, drink some water. <laughs> Just, you know, every once in a while. Come every on, once now. in a while. So you don't get severely dehydrated like this. Because, you know, the stress of the jobs that she has, she's worked like a demon. And in part because she is a demon. And that's why she's worked like one and as Secretary of State. And then before that, as a, a senator in the great state of New York, she's worked so hard. Well, then this is going to be a great job for her to have because this could be so relaxing, right? And she won't have to worry about dehydration as president. I mean, this is just foolhardy. I, I, I don't know if they think we're this stupid. But the fact is, I guess some are. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean, some are. Some uh, will buy this. Oh, okay, it's just dehydration. Okay. Well, she said it's no, not even. It's de- dehydration and pneumonia. <laughs> like, so it's. The, I mean, they can't even make up which lie they're going with. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I, do I think it's something mega serious that all the, you know, like I don't, I don't know, I don't. Maybe it could be she's old. It's she, hard to know? imagine though that she would run for president if she's yeah. seriously terminally ill. No. And I don't know, right? what would be the point of that from and if Democratic she has insight? Parkinson's. <laughs> now that's a serious disease. Yeah. And but it wouldn't it wouldn't kill her. Right. Probably. Yeah, I have um, relatives that have it. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it can be debilitating. It causes a lot of real Michael issues. J. Fox has had it for um, how many years now? Twenty. But you can still function. Yeah. I mean, but but the issue, I, even more than because I could definitely see how Hillary Clinton would still want to be president no matter what <clears throat> illness she had because right. she wants to be. But like yeah. you'd think the people in the party, if they actually knew this and had knowledge about it, the insiders would be like, wait a minute, no. Let's have let's have Jolton Joe Biden go. If it's Parkinson's, do you think they'd say that? Yeah. You think they'd have? I, I, I don't think they would. If they knew she had Parkinson's, yeah. I think they would. Really? They would have outed her on that. Yes, because they don't all. They also don't like her. Yeah. You know, I, this is she's not a popular figure inside. Plus, the there party are times the she pulls it off. I mean, there are times like I know that she had not the- pulling it off. I think that's just her. I, I think she is an older woman who has occasional health problems that occasionally <laughs> manifest itself in front of people. But like, I'm not saying there is no possibility that something more serious is but i mean the, the evidence overall she's been going to event after event after event she's had a very i mean she's gone to hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of public events uh, and what we've seen is three or four times she's coughed and once she fainted um so it's not it's overwhelming because of the idea that she they, they lie about it and there is this sort of foundation built from sort of the conspiracy theory side where, um, you know, it was worse. I honestly think, like, normally I think, because I kind of rethought this after we talked about it yesterday, Pat. The, the, the birther thing worked in a really negative way for anyone opposing Barack Obama because they could constantly mm-hmm. bring it up. And one of the reasons why it worked negatively, and I'm saying this not because I care, like, not because of, it's like one of those things where what's the truth? Because the truth is the most important thing, and I think you should just say it. It's like I can tell you right now that uh, you know coming out here and, and saying the truth about Donald Trump isn't probably helpful to us at this moment. But I believe long term, saying the truth is the right thing to do. So uh, w- when it comes to the Barack, Barack Obama thing, um, first of all, preempt like primarily it wasn't true. He was born in Hawaii. Period. But beyond that, as a political observation, as a tactic, it was a bad tactic because it allowed Barack Obama to paint his opposition right. as crazy nutjobs yeah. who believed this conspiracy Which is theory. what we tried to get across to so many people. And we tried so hard. So that's why you don't need to do it. There's a lot of other stuff that we can be dealing with that's real right. and proven. 
And I think one of the issues with that is there was no chance that it was true mm-hmm. and no chance that there could be an incident that would seemingly confirm it. The difference with the health scare is that she obviously mm-hmm. does have health problems, though they might not be that serious. But now you had a foundation of conspiracy and much of it not true. Some of it true, some bits and pieces that were true, but a lot of it just kind of BS and thrown together by Internet people. But when a real incident happened, it seemingly to a lot of people confirmed that entire foundation that was already sitting there. And that's why I think it's actually more effective than, for example, the birther thing, because now we've seen an event that confirms the conspiracy. And I'm not saying it actually does confirm the conspiracy, but I'm saying in people's minds. Like, for example, if, if he if Donald Trump had come out and said Ted Cruz is cheating on his wife, Ted Cruz is cheating on his wife. Look at this cheating on his wife. All these things came out. And then there was an incident that seemed to make people believe Ted Cruz caught in a room with a, a woman. And it looked a little suspicious. In a compromising position. Right. Yeah. It would confirm. When in fact the opposite happened. Supposedly right. I had sex with five women and and none of it panned out. Yeah, none of it panned out. It was a Everybody joke. said no. From Ted Cruz to all the women. And to be honest, it was completely ineffective. I don't think people, I mean, I think Trump beat him without that. I don't think any, it didn't have the JFK thing, had nothing to do with Trump um, uh, winning the primary. Um, But I think with this one, it actually is oddly effective because now there is actual real evidence that people are treating seriously. And she's now having to, to explain herself. She's out on TV all the, you know, on TV last night explaining her health. Her surrogates are out there saying she's powering through 915,000 times, which we can give you here in a second. But like that argument is lending credence to the previous conspiracy theories that were already out there. The path is already blazed. And uh, are these, you know, if there's anybody who cherry picks polls, it's Matt Drudge. He only talks about the ones yes. that look favorably on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's reporting something now where she's up by three. Is that a legitimate poll, this UPI poll? Uh, uh, I have not seen the details. You haven't seen it? It's a daily it. tracking poll from the UPI. Um, and, I, and he's up I, I don't know if it's United Press International yeah. or if there's a different pre- UPI I now. I think it is the UPI. Because yeah. uh, I, th- I thought they went under a long time when teletype machines went out, but ma- huh. maybe I'm wrong. Um, but, yeah, they say he's up by three in that. And then I think he's up in the L.A. Times poll. Yep, now, that could be a reflection of this health thing. Uh, or it yeah. just could be something else. To, I, don't, I don't know. To quickly talk about this, and I have not seen the UPI poll, but um, uh, the tracking poll is designed to react quickly to events. So yeah. you're getting a daily snapshot. So and that could well be the health this. issue. So it could right? be, yeah. Um, the, the, the movement. That doesn't mean that the race is where they're saying the race is. Yeah. But if it moved from uh, Trump was up one before and now three, you might be able to say that there's movement towards towards the Trump direction. And it's because of this. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. To, it's like it's like every time the stock market closes, stock market was down 174 points uh, because of uh, AC, because of uh, Exxon Mobil's earnings were b- below expectations. Well, that could be part of it. But there's mm-hmm. also thousands of other stocks and thousands of other pieces of news that people are analyzing it. Right. And that might be the highest. Profile, if it was only because of Exxon Mobil, right. Exxon Mobil would be out of business. Right. I think Trump has some <laughs> momentum. Right. Exactly. Um, I think Trump has some momentum here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you have that. You have um, uh, maybe the basket of deplorables is resonating. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe. that was another one, another controversy that was recent. People don't like um, to be called that. No. Even even if they are. <laughs> Not that I'm saying any Trump supporters are. Why are you showing Jeffy when you're saying what we were talking about deplorable? Uh, uh.
And why do we have something that says all douches matter pointing at uh, Jeffy? Uh, Jeffy. Oh, That's it's not Thursday. We're allowed to do that. Oh, okay. On Thursday, right. we would not do that. Thursday, no. we should have all the backgrounds behind Jeffy should be like, good guy. <laughs> or so you have decided that it's going to be Thursday because people on the feed are take, have taken a vote. They, not, you know, look. You know, I, look what? There's been a vote already? We didn't no, even ask for a just vote. There, there's been plenty of chatter that they would rather have it on Tuesday so that you would call it Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Can we call it Fat Tuesday on a day when, when it's Jeffy insult free? That's See, that's what question. I was thinking is you'd have a whole open. You'd be insulting right. me in the open <laughs> by, se- telling, by saying you're not it, going it to insult It, of course, me. is our Fat Tuesday <laughs> celebration of not <laughs> insulting <laughs> Jeffy all day on Fat Tuesday. That's for- kind of funny. Perhaps it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, maybe we do a, a Fat Tuesday type of thing where we mm-hmm. get again get it out of our system, and then Wednesday. I don't know. I can't do it on a Wednesday because the rest of the week is going to be ruined if we do this. <laughs> um, we go through two full hours without calling Jeffy a name. It, it seems impossible. It, well, it seems, seems impossible. It just seems. But like, we're not desirable. We, I mean, we could power through it. You know, we could power through it like Hillary has done. With his health issue. She's just powered through it. And it's interesting because the uh, media has found all kinds of different ways to, uh, you know, discuss that issue of Hillary powering through. The candidate who famously wants to power through these things, she's going to try and power through. We say when you get a cold, just power through, power through. They thought she could power through. They thought she could power through it. They thought uh, that she could power through it. Wants to power through things. That too, the, the powering through. Governor uh, Jennifer Granholm <laughs> said women just power through these things, and I get it. I try to power through all my right. illnesses. Because- Hillary Clinton had a very busy day on Friday, and she powered through that day. Yet she powered through. Powering through illness <laughs> is what women do every day. Day. She continued powering through. Uh, I think about mothers uh, powering through. I mean, she powered through that week. I'm going to power through. That was that was that was her way. Yeah. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's absolutely embarrassing. It's stunning and embarrassing that everybody just goes along with the party line. That's uh, pretty incredible. I mean, part of I will say a <laughs> few of those are people quoting the same. Tweets. Yes, and but a, there are a few. A talking point went out. Yeah. Everybody's playing along. Clearly, quite yeah. clearly. clearly. I mean, I, I, it's embarrassing. It is. It is embarrassing. Um, do we have? Uh, t- yeah, let's do Christiane Amanpour here real quick. This is uh, Christiane Amanpour who's doing uh, is, talking about. She's been a real disaster this year, by the way. Boy, no uh, kidding. I mean, her 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 coverage of the of Brexit was some of the worst <laughs> horrible I have ever seen in my entire life. She's a disaster like that. forty years in a row. Like four uh, years true. in a row. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't take it like lightly to to, to identify right. journalism as some of the worst journalism yeah. and analysis I've ever seen in my life. She, with her coverage of Brexit was in that on that level. It was. I mean, if you care you at all about racist and all that kind of stuff, yeah, basically just yeah. you know threw everybody into that yeah. basket of deplorables, if you will. Will um, at one point was in, interviewing Daniel Hannon, seemingly having no idea who he even was. A guy who has been one of the one of the foremost advocates of free trade um, uh, in, I mean, as far as prominence goes, I mean, globally, this guy has been mm-hmm. all over the place talking about this and made it one of his central cases for Brexit, wanting to uh, to expand free trade and not have the limitations put on it by the EU. Um, and she was sitting there accusing him of the opposite because she thought he was, I think, Nigel Farage. 
which is a, as an embarrassing mistake to make if you're supposed to be the head journalist for, for CNN Europe. International. Yeah. I mean, that's embarrassing. And, and her coverage that night was uh, disgraceful over that topic. I mean, she was just mm-hmm. she just couldn't believe uh, how hateful these people. She, she thought it was all. You know, Americans. She couldn't believe the British would actually want something like that. Um, so anyway, she's been terrible, terrible, terrible this year. And I guess she's trying to expand that profile. Watch. But surely this can't be a case of a human being having an off day. Nope. Like so many things, Hillary, the media are having a field day. Off to the races oh, yeah, with another debilitating case of indignant mm-hmm. outrage. Right. This must be another typical Clinton conspiracy to fool them with a total transparency breakdown. Talk about transparency breakdown. What about Donald Trump's tax returns? Where are they? Can't a girl I mean, well, have like a sick day too, or two? But- don't um, get me started, because when it comes to overqualified women <laughs> having to try a hundred times harder than okay. underqualified oh, men oh, to get a break or even a level me? playing field, well, we know that story. Are she you is kidding a, me? I mean, she is horrific. She's I, so bad. Are you kidding? It's an off day? No one has off days <laughs> where they face plant trying to walk three steps into a van. That's not an off day. That's a serious health issue at that moment. That's, I don't know, you've passed out. How many times do you pass out on an off day? Yeah, I'm having a bad day. I, ta- I passed out 19 times today. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get my, my car. I, I fell into the concrete and broke my nose because I, I don't have secret service like Hillary. Yeah, I'm having a no- another off day. I fell backwards and cracked my skull. Yeah, it's so stupid. An off day. Yeah, I mean, it's only an off, off day, day is when you can't say your words properly. An off day is when you make a spelling error on Facebook and everybody hammers you for it. An off day is not. That's a serious. That's an illness. Yeah, it's an that's off a- day if you're seriously ill. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the I, issue. It's unbelievable. Uh, and, I mean, and for, for and we're freaking, sexist to even bring it up for freaking Christiane Amapour to complain oh, about women being treated unfairly when she's uh, uh, mm. she is affirmative action with two legs. She is a person yeah, who perfect. is uh, who could uh, in, who is inexplicably still on television. She is terrible and has been terrible She's for a, a zillion years absolute hack um and here she is trying to act as if she's balanced now look i have the exact same complaint about donald trump not releasing his tax returns um, uh, me you too. know who else does by mm-hmm. the way the hillary clinton campaign which is their main mm-hmm. talking point in response to this which is interesting that christian amapur is parroting it uh, we've been saying this from long before uh, any of these incidents i would like tax returns from both candidates i would like Health information from both candidates. Not a jokey five-minute letter written by the Republican nominee. That doesn't satisfy yeah. me either. When you have candidates that are in their 70s, uh, which basically these both of these two are or will be very early in their presidencies, it is important to get health information mm-hmm. about them. It's not a BS issue. It's not a po- political issue, unless you're someone like Christiane Amanpour, who only lets it to go one way. Um, it is absolutely valid after something like this, and it's got zero zilch to do with her being a woman or her private parts. Mm. John McCain was older, and it was completely fair to ask about uh, his health, which everyone on the left did, by the way. Uh, completely fair. But wait, there's more from our friend Christiane Amanpour. <laughs> 
the 14th president of the United States, oh, Franklin Pierce, oh, rose to that role after earning the nickname Fainting Frank for twice collapsing in yeah, two battles in 1847. Yeah, remember that campaign? We were really Who pissed off about forget that. George Bush Sr. throwing up you all over the Japanese prime minister and then moron. fainting at a state dinner. Um, yeah, and you guys he oversaw that, right? the fall of the Soviet Union and even won the first Gulf War. Oh, what a powerful was the media outrage over too. Hillary failing Correct. to tell them that she had pneumonia on Friday, consider the media actively shielding some great American presidents, oh, agreeing, for instance, not to show these photographs of Franklin yeah, Delano Roosevelt, whose polio kept him confined to a wheelchair. This is pathetic. But did that stop his New Deal for America <laughs> oh, or winning I, World War II? That is well, so by pathetic. the way, I wish it did stop the New Deal. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, unfortunately, me Maybe too. if the American people had the, tr the, the truth uh, about all of that. I mean, that is an unbelievable And if we segment. had television, she... Yeah, yeah, I know. He would course. not have been president. She goes to the lengths of essentially trying to prove that someone could theoretically faint <laughs> and still accomplish something. In the night, in the 1840s, you're going to Polk in the... Pierce. No, Pierce. Right. You're going to Franklin D. Pierce. Fainting Frank. I mean, well, how many times? How many times? Low energy, Jeffy. Well, in that Low campaign, energy. in that campaign, you were pissed off well, about I that. I was. Were you not? I yeah. really was. Yeah. Man. He tried to try to pretend like I'm not fainting, Frank. No, it's just I slipped. Did uh, you excuse okay. him during that campaign by I saying, "Well, if he was a woman, we'd have to tell him to get out," but he's not. So <laughs> how asinine her oh point my is there? Gosh. Uh, Hillary Clinton fainted. Did you know that people can faint and accomplish things? <laughs> Well, yes, of course. The point is not will she faint once in office or will she ever be able to accomplish something now that she's fainted. The point is what the hell is causing her to faint? Yes, it's so possible it could be nothing. But shouldn't we have this freaking information? And by the way, it doesn't have anything to do with her being a female. Had nothing Zero. to do. Zero. I love this because they're like, well, look at these other past presidents, all men, by the way. That's because they've all been men. <laughs> Yes, of course they've all been men. Proving so. the sexism angle. Right, I, I guess. I guess that's what it does. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Our friends at My Patriot Supply have uh, got your back. I mean, it, it's it's there's crazy times right now, and who knows what could happen. You just want to be prepared if something does, right? I, yes, who knows? Maybe Christiane Amanpour will be president, and then we'll all be screwed. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, what happens? A four-week emergency food supply for only $99 from My Patriot Supply. Now, the food is very good food. Mm. It's not, it's not, I mean, look, you can find, I suppose, some barley, uh, some, uh, some flaxseed. Mm -hmm. Just a good old pile <laughs> of flaxseed. Yummy. yummy. Oh, my gosh. You put a little salt on that flaxseed? Oh, you have those chia man. seeds? Like, they have them in, mm. like, the fancy, like, mm -hmm. uh, organic stores in the drink. And then, like, so they're like... Seeds in your drink, and then they're just covered in like slime. Are those the same seeds that you use to get the pet? The I think chia so. pet? I don't know. <laughs> I think they <laughs> that are. That just hit me. I think they are. That, well, you don't want to eat that. No, you want so, food. Food, not yeah, seeds. Food. Yeah. And uh, you want it to be bull weevil free, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, amen. I have mentioned that problem too. When you when you do food storage the other way, like the old way, like we used to do, you get these big containers and you you put them somewhere wherever you can, and there's just not room in your house usually. A lot of times they end up, you know, in a garage in Houston where it's hot and humid, eleven and a half months out of the year, and so all manner of crap. Is in there when you open up that can uh, that canister uh, later on, and it's it's not pleasant. And then you throw it away, and yeah. you've wasted it all. Yeah, you want so. uh, good tasting food, not bull weevil mac and cheese.
Right. You don't want the yes. bull in your mac and cheese. I don't, personally. No, well, Jeffy might. I don't think Jeffy's right. that picky. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. So, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but when there's a natural disaster, if there's a huge issue going on, uh, you can't get to stores. It's too late to get food. So yeah. get it done now. Get it over with today. Call so today. we can stop bugging you about it. We're still going to bug you about it, but right don't now. worry about it. Uh, 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. What are you still listening to us for? Go to the phone. Yeah, go to the phone or go to the, the website. It's preparewithablaze.com. You know this by now. Preparewithablaze.com. Prepare with the blaze.com do it now the experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free just like we did for these current web.com customers we've used and, and looked at other website designers but there's nobody better than web.com web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free plus we'll promote it on all the major search engines like google yahoo and bing if after 30 days you're happy we'll continue to provide promotion hosting support and maintenance all for one low monthly fee if not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Hey, um, this is amazing. Uh, look, I, I, it's more than amazing. It's astounding. I? We've all been. You're Stu. Did you forget already? I'm actually Steve. Holy crap, I'm you. Steve. Um, but uh, people call me Stu on the air. But that's why you're so confused that's why. Uh, as to I who am. you are and why you just asked them who you are. That was weird. So Steve Stu? Stu uh, Steve? I am not one to say <laughs> we all have to be perfect. I am not one to say that, you know, things change. No, you are. And because you're being, you've been looking for a perfect candidate and uh, Trump has some imperfections, and you're so perfect that I guess you're holier than him, and you just can't stand oh. his imperfections, I guess. Perhaps I'm just showing my age here, Pat, because I am mm. old enough to remember the year 2015. Holy now, crap. Are you really? Yeah. I, did, I thought you were much, much younger than No, no, no. no I can remember. That. I, and not only was I alive, I can How remember. How old were you? I don't remember. Because, um, like, that was a year ago. Well, not a, not quite a, almost a year yeah, ago. It was a full year. It was over, actually slightly over a year. This okay, the so beginning. the part of 2015 you're talking about yeah. was over like was a year January. ago. Holy so I mean, crap! That's a lot. And I, I have the world's best memory. Were I've actually there, never forgotten anything. There were not cars. So my kids always ask me, "Were there cars then?" Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I, I think I saw one once. Okay. Um, hey, Jeffy, can like you look this up T? seriously as we're uh, as we're BSing here? Someone posted something, and it had to be like the Onion or something. But apparently, <laughs> according to the Onion or some other source that we're going to find here in a minute, Donald Trump actually said he couldn't remember saying he had the best memory of all time? Oh is, my that, is that possibly true, or is that just an Onion article? It's got to be an Onion article. We'll come back to that in a second. So uh, back in January 2015, this crazy thing was being proposed by Hillary Clinton. This, this is it a crazy thing called love? idea. Was she proposing love? Uh, no. No. Okay. What she was proposing was uh, maternity leave paid for by the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a non-conservative non-starter. Right. And that's why hosts okay. were very upset about it. Oh, yeah. It. 
Um, yeah, our friend Sean, I bet, was all oh, Sean, over that. Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram were all over that one. Uh, paid okay. sick leave, paid maternity leave, paid child care, and it's all free. free. You forgot free college. Sean and Laura had a laugh riot over that Sean, paid maternity leave. So Hilarious. Sean retweeted Ingram. Yes. Because he thought it was silly, too. Because they joined in the laughter together. What a ridiculous idea. What a pathetic candidate. That's stupid. Um, well, but, that's what a liberal would do, though. Right. right. A liberal would give free maternity, free maternity care. Because maternity you know what? It's a feel-good policy. It Obviously, is. we want to take care of our mothers. Obviously. Uh, you know, we care about women in the workforce. This we is a do. E- this is easy. This is what liberals do. They pander to that side yeah. and they give away your money. But we uh, can see through that. But we can like see through Sean that. Like and Sean and Laura, Laura did. did. Right, exactly right there. Which was brilliant of them. All right. So uh, let's I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, just, just well, really random because um, it was just uh, an old time memory. <laughs> Sometimes we like to have these memory segments where we just okay. talk about the old times All right. uh, and think about what they were. By the way, uh, Trump uh, today will unveil several new policy now, proposals. Now, this is a totally separate issue, though, right? You I had to move on. Completely unrelated. I'm sorry. It was a clunky segue. Oh, okay. I just didn't right. have anything to tie it together. That's okay. A non sequitur, but hmm. go ahead. Um, Trump on Tuesday will unveil several policy pro- proposals for lowering child care costs that were crafted <laughs> in part by his eldest daughter, if. Ivanka, including a plan to guarantee six weeks of paid maternity leave and, mm. it, it, that marks a striking departure from GOP orthodoxy of recent years. Huh. Well, uh, well, there's a new po- tweet. We have this now from Laura Ingram. She's going to be pissed about it. She's going to be really pissed because uh, she doesn't like it. The free thing. She she knows it's silly. Wait. Uh, oh. I need to see details re- regarding how Trump proposes to pay for a six-week maternity benefit savings because those women won't go on disability it could be a savings plan <laughs> the new maternity program could be a savings plan what an incredible wow only donald trump could I, think of a way to to um, give a new entitlement well, no, to half the population and save money hillary thought of it too well yes like hillary thought of it too but they like it now because it's different, because it comes from a person who's a Republican, Give supposedly. Give me the strength to never I know. get caught up in that nonsense. I know. Oh, I, my gosh. It's I, so... I, I can understand has, how it Has Hannity spoken out on that? I have not heard yet. I guess that would be today, right? I mean, I, look, gosh, I... man. I... It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's, how do you do it? Come I don't on. understand. It hadn't evolved. I don't understand. It evolved, yeah. yeah they had not evolved. So they've all evolved from conservatives, from fiscal conservatives to progressives. Is that what they've all evolved to? Yes. All right. Uh, more patents too coming up. And by the way, when we come back. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, that was so good. He actually said it's not an it's onion so story. It's not I onion cannot story. wait to hear it. Oh, my God. That's good. Amazing. Golly. <laughs> It's Pat and Stu. So we're going to do a segment on The Onion here. Uh, the fake <laughs> news site that parodies, Except it's not the that parodies uh, normal news and says yeah. things that would be re- really funny because no candidate would ever do them. Except um, one has. Let's go now to Jeffy with the Onion update. Jeffy? Uh, this is uh, not an Onion update, but you can call it that if you'd like. In a deposition for a Trump University lawsuit. 
uh, Mr. Trump said he doesn't recall claiming to have the world's greatest memory, <laughs> according to these newly released transcripts. <laughs> At one point, is it, if that's not an onion-type story, I is. don't know what is. I don't know what is. Uh, what, what did he say again, at, Jimmy? At one point, uh, he, uh, he told uh, the businessman, uh, this is during the transcript, so you have one of you, he said, uh, one of the best memories in the world, according to the transcript. Uh, I don't know, did I use that expression? When told he had used the phrase, the billionaire asked to see evidence that he had said it, being told, uh, yes, Don, there's video of this remark of you saying you have the greatest memory. Did I say I have a great memory or one of the best in the world? Uh, he was told, you said one of the best in the world. I don't remember saying that. As good as my, <laughs> as good as my memory is, I don't remember that. But I have a good wow. memory. Wow. So you don't remember saying that you have one of the best memories in the world? I don't remember that. I remember you telling me, but I don't know that I said it. How does this happen? I, I, it's, I mean, this is... I, this is well, like, why do you just want Hillary? No, I just... No, <laughs> okay, no. now you want Hillary? No, I don't. Okay, how long have you been for Hillary? <laughs> Ever since this. Arkansas? Is that how long you've been for Hillary? Why are you fighting for Hillary? I'm not fighting. Why are you fighting for Hillary? I'm not. Why are you trying to get Hillary elected? I'm not. Why are you trying to get Hillary elected? I don't want to. Why? Hillary! I'd rather Hillary, why? I don't want her. Why Hillary fight the country? Why? I don't like Why are you Hillary fighting the country? Why am I Hillary fighting? You're Hillary fighting the country right now. Why? <laughs> That's all they have every time you discuss an issue with this guy and they're all true and they're all legitimate. They can never address the substance of the issue you have with Trump. All they can do is say, you're helping Hillary. Like, I mean, I, uh, we're just yeah. doomed. I mean, I, I mean, like if Ted Cruz won the nomination and was coming to this point, like what I say, what I come on the air and he if, if he was like, you know what, we're going to do some paid uh, maternity uh, uh, care or whatever. Um, would I come on the air and say, Ted Cruz is the worst person of all time. No, no the answer to that. No, you no. wouldn't. I would say that I still agree with him on ninety ninety nine percent of stuff. But we would say, if, but if, this if, is ridiculous. He's pandering to the left. Yeah. He's trying to. He's pulling yeah. off a feel good policy because he thinks it helps him with women voters. Right. And it's beneath him. And if he came on the air and he would, and discussed it with us, we would tell him, Ted, we don't understand what you're doing here. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. We wouldn't say, Hey, okay. Uh, Hey Ted, you've the, this. We've been talking about this, uh, you know, paid leave thing for a long time. That sounds like a good idea. Is it going to bring us some savings? Yeah, uh, come on. I remember Chad, with, you know with uh, TPP, we asked him about it because yep. he he changed his position. He initially said, "I need to learn more," but it seems like I'm 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 for, I, I'm for it or, now. At least for facts tracking it. Yeah, he did his research. He saw things that concerned him very much. And he changed his position on that. He was then against it. Go back to Rick we Santorum, too. him about it. Yeah, in 2012. The same thing. Santorum, mm. he was just talking about raising the minimum wage. We gave him oh, a yeah, hard yeah, time yeah. on that We stuff. did. Um, we did. I, I, I am not... These these candidates are not your god. No, They're well, not they your are, god. He, but for some people, Trump apparently he is. is, apparently, in this case. For Hannity, for Ingram, for so many. I, I don't understand. I don't know why. I mean, what is he doesn't have any charisma. He's got very I mean, is he an interesting guy? I guess. 
because he's so such an a-hole uh, when usually these candidates aren't. They tried to hide that. He doesn't, and that makes him interesting. But he doesn't have, uh, I, I, don't, that I can see, any kind of appeal to him. He doesn't have a draw to him like, you know, Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or yeah. somebody who's exceptionally good-looking or exceptionally wonderfully uh, endowed with a great personality. <laughs> That's where you're going. That's where I was going. And uh, so, I, and he's, he doesn't have good policies. In fact, he, he changes them, and he has changed literally every major policy he has. Every policy I know about that he now has, he's held a different one, and in many cases, during the election cycle. Yeah. Not just in 1999 or 2008, but during this election cycle. So he's not conservative. He's not charismatic. He's not good-looking. He's, he's not a guy you would say, well, there's an electable guy. Why is he their god all of a sudden? I don't, is, are, they, are they all on the payroll? I mean, what is going on? Have they I been mean, hypnotized? At this point, I think it's just they don't like Hillary. I mean, and this is not the case with every single policy like this. And again, for everyone who thinks I'm trying to get Hillary elected, why would I tell you this fact? But Hillary is offering 12 weeks of maternity leave, and Trump is offering six. Oh, okay, so, well, that's less. Uh, again, it's less. It's a good policy, right? then. It's um, a good policy. You know, we've complained about Democrats. Usually he like, does more. He usually does more. Like the, for example, <laughs> the stimulus, he offered to more than double Hillary Clinton's uh, $275 billion stimulus. Uh, um, but one thing is, is it is important to know, and it, this is important voting uh, information for voters out there everywhere. What you're going to see tonight is a fabulous trip to Ivankaville. This is Ivanka Trump's policies. Ivanka Trump seems to run this wing of the Donald Trump empire. Who, by the way, is a registered Democrat. Registered Democrat. An obvious liberal, if you saw her speech. All she was doing was uh, was spouting Democratic talking points. And she's a good speaker and a smart person. Uh, But Democratic talking points... And is the person who convinced her father to uh, back off of the cutting Planned Parenthood funding um, situation, and is the person who's designing, as with as a with a as a new uh, mother, is designing these policies for Donald. And Donald, as we've seen over and over again, trusts very few people, uh, and one of the people he trusts is Ivanka to tell him what he should do for mothers and women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he is. Straight out Democrat city. Oh, yeah. when it comes to this stuff, there, forget he, she's best friends with Chelsea. We have good friends with Chelsea. Chelsea good friends with uh, Putin's uh, girlfriend. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, this guy. This is. And if you want Ivanka, look, Ivanka. I'd rather at least because again, at least Ivanka is good looking, so you mm-hmm. at least have that. Um, but Ivanka, this Ivanka Trump is running the social policy for this administration, uh, if it were to be one. Really amazing, um, which is pretty amazing considering she is. As left as any Democrat would be. Why are you trying to Hillaryfy the nation? Why? I'm trying to tell you that it's about to be Ivankified, which is much better than Hillaryfied, by the way, because again, she's at least good looking. But the policies <laughs> are pretty much the same. There's more patents too coming up. If there was can... an Onion story, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was entitled uh, "Nation Unable to Recall if Trump Said He'd Personally Fund Abortion Bombings or if That Just Sounds Right." Uh, so that was a different story. Abortion bombings? That one was okay. fake. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. That's funny. That's funny. I just sounds like it, but it doesn't.
or two here before the end of the hour. Um, but uh, Keith Malinak has come in to the studio right. uh, with some uh, with some disturbing, disturbing news. Yeah, I'm sorry to report here, um, that I'm hungry and I forgot my lunch today, but that's okay because... Jeffy because why, us, Jeffy? Jeffy brought us lunch to yesterday. Jeffy, who fell oh, in last sure. place in our football contest. Right. I, I uh, have your lunch. I'm sorry. I forgot. I apologize. I've been a little tied up with other things in my life. I forgot. However, I did... Uh, <coughs> Bring you two lunch today, just specifically for today, but not Keith. So uh, I apologize for not bringing you my. Eh, really, my, you brought us lunch because that's interesting. Because I, I think your yes, wife, I did your bring wife, you lunch. Uh, was the one responsible for that. So wait a minute. Hold so on. when do we get this <laughs> payoff? Because Thursday was supposed to be the payoff. I'll yep. bring it tomorrow. I'm but sorry. he did tell us that it's Monday apparently, right. which I was when, when was Monday? Now? I, I don't know how many times I have to say Jeez. I apologize, uh, Jeffy. You are nothing. Uh, but a member of the basket of deplorables, and uh, I don't like you. But I'm gonna eat your mac and cheese today. Thanks. Uh, here is uh, the new ad about basket of deplorables from the Trump campaign. Uh, tell me if you like it. Speaking to wealthy donors, Hillary Clinton called tens of millions of Americans deplorable. You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. People like you, you, and you. Deplorable. You know what's deplorable? Hillary Clinton viciously demonizing hardworking people like you. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> That is uh, reminiscent of Obama's response to the 47%. In fact, they both tweeted uh, the, their response. I mean, everyone's like, oh, what a nice burn on, uh, on Obama by retweeting his words, which obviously apply now to Hillary. Um, either that. Or maybe we should have both said, yeah, neither one is, is right. actually a legitimate attack. Maybe we should have said, hey, have you seen our Facebook postings and the responses to them? Hmm. Some of these people are incredibly deplorable. I, I yes, mean, it's not half. I th- so I think that's where I, I don't know the, what the percentage is, but it's a lot. Because her, her, in her uh, <laughs> quote unquote, apo- her quote unquote apology was like, well, you know, look, it's obviously not half. I, and by the way, um, one thing that is not pointed out enough uh, is that she actually said before she said the basket of deplorable thing, she said she was being grossly generalistic. I mean, she herself mm, right. knew she she mm-hmm. know. I mean, she said it wasn't fifty percent by saying it was being grossly generalistic. So here um, you are again helping Hillary. I, I, well, you know what? It's <laughs> the truth. Hillary it's fine. the freaking truth. It is. And truth. I, you know what? It's not that I'm helping Hillary. I'm trying to be consistent to how I reacted to the yeah, Romney you're, thing, you're still which was Hillary. saying yes, he overstated. Are you going to like it when she's president? Is no, that what you're going to do? Not. You're going to like it. I'm not going to like it. We're going to come like back it. on the other side. You're going to celebrate with a little Hillary bit of Clinton um, presidency? Is that what you're going to do? We do a little bit more. You'll be at her inauguration. What are you, a key, keynote speaker? Is that what you've been promised? What? Why would I care? <laughs> what, have, what have you been promised I in promised. this effort to help Hillary be elected? To, what have uh, you been promised, Stu Bergier? Stu Steve Bergier? What, what the hell have you been promised by Hillary Clinton to help her in her campaign like this to become the president of the United States? Because obviously you're going to love it when she is. Obviously you're pushing as hard as you possibly can for her to be elected. Obviously you've been a Hillary show the whole time.
Uh, welcome back. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Here's Pat and Stu. Just go ahead. Come on across, Stu. <laughs> Stu's running a little bit late. <laughs> That's what they used to do with uh, when Judge Napolitano would fill in for O'Reilly. Yeah. He'd be like, Judge Napolitano. It's like, uh, O'Reilly, just uh, he's a little running a little late. He would just come on for like six minutes at the beginning of the show. <laughs> and then O'Reilly would come on. Did he? I don't really? remember that. Remember when O'Reilly used to do the radio show? Yeah. That oh, was, yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah. one of my friends who used to listen to O'Reilly all the time, he would just be like, ah, you know, sorry, it's Judge Baltano for O'Reilly. He's in the crapper. He'll be, he'll be back in a minute. <laughs> it was never that bad, but that was the type of uh, thing he used to do. Um, so we were talking about the basket of deplorables, um, which, of course, uh, <clears throat> number one, the truth needs to be stated here. Uh, and I don't think you're going to actually accuse me of, of supporting Hillary for this statement. Hillary Clinton does not actually think half of the Republican voting populace is, is deplorable. She thinks 100% of the Republican voting populace is deplorable. What, why don't you just marry her? I just said she hates everyone <laughs> in the Republican Party. <laughs> it's not 50%. You it's not love half. her so much. You sing her praises so often. It's not a praise. Why don't you just marry her already and get it over with? If you love her so much, why don't you marry her? <laughs> I mean, it's getting kind of pathetic. I just said an insult right? to her. I, I, it's despicable kind of how much you're in the tank, in the bag. Yeah, a shill for Hill. A shill? A for shill Hill? for Hill. That's what you are, my friend. The point is that my former friend. She, anyone who would consider <laughs> mm-hmm. voting for Donald Trump is absolutely deplorable to Hillary Clinton. Is is your tongue halfway down her mouth right now. What is the I'm, deal? I don't think it, are these words coming out of the right order? I don't. It doesn't okay. matter what words you use, okay. and you know that. I mean, this is the way it is when you talk about this election. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so I thought this was a kind of an, a really interesting take from uh, Byron York from uh, Washington Examiner. Can we watch the um, the deplorables ad one more time uh, from Donald Trump? Obviously, this has to do with her statement at the fundraiser, um, uh, calling Trump voters, half of them at least, uh, they're deplorable, in the basket of deplorables. Watch. It goes a little something like this. Like this. Speaking to wealthy donors, Hillary Clinton called tens of millions of Americans deplorable. You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. People like you, you, and you. Deplorable. You know what's deplorable? Hillary Clinton viciously demonizing hardworking people like you. Right. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. It's like the Terrible. Gary Johnson ads. So like bad. you have these great, like you know, soaring ads. Then it's like I'm Gary Johnson. Well, I approve that one. It's like I, the, the oh, voices. And then with Donald. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Thank you, Donald. That was really good. It sounded nice like finish. a Simpsons character. He kind of is a Simpsons character. He is a character of himself now. Yeah. These days. No uh, so listen to this take. And again. I want to make clear, this is Byron York's take and not mine, so I'm not accused of supporting Hillary. And may I say, first, (laughs) before you get to Byron York, what an amazing admission that she calls them. So this isn't the first time it's come up. No, and she She, said it, at least on record, one previous time. But she's uh, saying, I use this all the time. Yeah, she uses this all the time. She refers to Americans this way on a regular basis, and you know what you're saying is true. She hates Republicans. She already said they're her biggest enemy. 
She said that during one of the debates, wasn't it? Yeah. Where she said her biggest enemy. Who's your biggest enemy? Well, I'd have to say Republicans. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Well, uh, so half of America, you consider your enemy. And you can tell by what she said. Yes, exactly. That's true. And the other half, she doesn't even like. Didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is uh, Byron York. Um, could there be a clunkier phrase than basket of deplorables? <laughs> I, can't I, like this, I like the it's start of start. that. It's a good start. Yeah. Clinton's assertion that half, or maybe something less than half, <clears throat> um, uh, of the supporters are racist, sexist, blah, 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 um, struck a lot of observers as not just an odd turn of phrase, but politically unwise. Mm-hmm. You attack your opponent, the idea is. You don't attack the voters. But now, a few days later, the brilliance of Clinton's remark is becoming clearer. Yes, she got a few liberal commentators to take her side and defend the substance of it. But the far bigger benefit is in the wake of her comment, some media figures decided to, ha- to devise a deplorables quiz for Trump supporters. Is person X deplorable? How about person Y? The effect was to pressure Trump supporters to not only agree with Clinton's larger point, but with her precise terminology. That's what Wolf Blitzer did with Trump running mate Mike Pence on Monday. Uh, he said uh, there are some supporters of Donald Trump, Mike Pence, who like David Duke, for example, and some other white nationalists who would fit into that category of deplorables, right? Uh, Pence replied, well, as I told you last time I was on, I'm not really sure why the media keeps dropping David Duke's name. Donald Trump has denounced David Duke repeatedly. We don't want his support. We don't want the support of people who think like him. It's a pretty good denunciation, I would yes, say, it right is. there. Um, would you call but Pence him... is good at that. Yeah. P- Pence is not going to put up with that crap. Right. He says, would you call him deplorable? Blitzer pressed. Would you call him that? No, I don't. I'm not in the name-calling business, Wolf. So Pence said, we don't want to support. Mm-hmm. We don't want the support of people who think like him. But that wasn't enough. Would he use Clinton's words? And when he went, Pence didn't, look at the coverage that followed. Politico. Pence declines to call Duke deplorable. That was the headline. USA Today. Mike Pence refuses to call David Duke deplorable. Jeez. Washington Post. Mike Pence declines uh, to say whether David Duke is deplorable because he's not in the name-calling business. Huffington Post. At least they put the full context there. Right, but they didn't say that he said, I don't want support of not only him, but people like him, we don't want their support. And that's an interesting phrase, too, is that you must use her term. Yeah. Why do I have to use her term? Right. When, When was that rule written? Right. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's an interesting, and this is the point of this, um, uh, because there's wow. Huffington Post does it, uh, CNN does it, ABC News, New York Daily News, Daily Beast. Really bad. Now, and this wow. is um, um, uh, Slate and GQ are the examples <clears throat> that he's put together here. But what it does is it puts him on the defensive to say, wait a minute. Not all people in my party are de- are deplorable. Not mm-hmm. all, not everyone who's going to vote for me is deplorable. Um, I don't want to call the worst person on earth, or you know, one of the top uh, several on earth, David Duke, deplorable. I don't want to do that. It's an amazing tactic that I don't know that she intended it, but it, it's worked well. I mean, it's put. It's put, uh, I, I can do agree with this analysis that it's put Trump yeah. essentially in this position where he has to say, no, I swear I'm not racist, which is not a position anyone envies. Yeah, the, the interesting thing about that is that works. Um, Hillary, if that's a Hillary strategy, that works if the media is on your side yes, somewhat. It does not work if you're it Trump. It does not work for Trump, and it wouldn't work for Romney, and it wouldn't work for Ted Cruz, but it works for Hillary because yeah. the, the media will do their job. diligently to go along and to to be the propaganda arm for Hillary's campaign. And they will say, well, you call 
do you call Glenn Beck deplorable? And, and they'll try to get you to do that. Yeah. And the uh, it, the answer should be, I think, the, and you you touched on this. The answer should be, no, I'm not going to. Do I have to use her word? Where is that written? Where is that written? Why do I have to? I've already denounced. We've denounced in the strongest terms, David Duke, and I'm going to leave it there. I mean, but that's not good enough. You've and got to use her word. So you will not call word. him deplorable. I'm, I'm not going to sure use her word. This. You I, will I don't, not call him deplorable. I don't have to use her word. You don't have to do anything, sir. You right. can endorse David Duke for all I know, but you're not, not going calling, to. you're not calling him deplorable, however. I'm not using you her have, word. I want everyone to know that he is not calling him deplorable. <laughs> so, I am not using her word. That is what they do, right? That is what they do. Now, I have absolutely no problem at all calling him David de- I, don't, I don't either i don't, I don't know either. why and i, mean, I don't know what the strategy is not to say asinine it. idea and mike pence is somebody who i respect and I like and he's being a, 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 yeah, a talented like okay. politician here i used to um, really like used him. to really like him um i will say this uh the idea that you could get away as the vice president on the freaking donald trump campaign that rose to this ticket by insulting everyone when you have names yeah. for every other candidate that is a, an, an insult, little Marco, uh, you know, Lion, Lion Ted, Ted, corrupt Hillary, uh, crook, crooked Hillary. When you have all these nicknames, you don't get to be above calling Do- uh, David Duke deplorable. Yeah, that's, it's a BS that's argument. True. And I don't know why they tend to freaking draw these name calling lines only at and around David Duke. Why not apply weird. this to the rest it's of your weird. freaking campaign? I don't understand that. And there is a legitimate point there. It's weird. However, I think this actually works with the average people. This is a kind of an interesting thing. This is the Washington Post. The well, Washington- when you, and especially when you just read the headline. Yeah. And you, and you don't know what don't. else Pence said. And that's usually what happens. Let me, <gasps> he won't call David Duke deplorable? Yeah, exactly. I'll get, let me oh, give you, my heck. Let me give you a mathematical example of exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca Cinderbrand, she is the Washington Post political editor. She tweeted <laughs> this, quote, Wolf Blitzer, would you call David Duke deplorable? Pence. I'm not in the name-calling business, dot, 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 end quote. That received 1,800 retweets. Okay, mm. so again, the, the context is, would you call David Duke deplorable? I'm not in the name-calling business, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. 1,800 uh, retweets. To be fair to the Washington Post, immediately after that, she retweeted, she tweeted, um, Pence, uh, she uh, later tweeted, Pence noted that he and Trump reject David Duke's support, that received 36 retweets. Uh, uh, 1,800 uh, 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 wow. for the first time. Now, again, she concluded yeah, both that. sides of it. Right. She said that what he said, she wasn't being unfair there. However, it's 1,800 to 36. So all the people jump on that w- without context. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hey, by the way, that she denounced them, or they denounced them, is, is, is a secondary nothing. Um, this, so I think this actually might have worked in a weird way for Hillary Clinton. We'll see in the coming days. Um, but it's an interesting thing about what, how these things tend to work in a counterintuitive way. So both uh, those stories you just got done telling us, you're here to tell us that they're not you being up Hillary's rear end? How? Because you try, I mean... I don't understand. It sure sounded like it was you. you no, this is, this is an article. I was Hillary, reading right? this article from Byron I, I love Hillary Clinton. I yeah, you know this, uh, Jeffy. He's always been for Hillary. Right. Always. But I mean, I've worked somebody my entire else's career. Story. Really, it's not me. My entire career, I've been saying how horrible Hillary Clinton is. Oh, I don't that's understand. a nice smoke screen. Oh. Nice smoke screen. So you think okay. I, I, I had yeah. like... A okay. decade smoke screen. More. I think it's a smoke screen. The whole thing. And your true colors are shining through right now. That's I think Cindy Lauper said it best when she said, your true colors are shining through. I mean, but that's not why I love you. These I'm cameras, really pissed off. That is, what right she, that is what she said. That's our what she said, but it ended right there. It. 
Our audience they sees it. They see it. America sees it. America sees it. Cameras don't hide it from you? You can't hide it. Please. You can't hide your lion eyes. So that wasn't Cindy Lauper, though. No, that, that was, was not. not. Cindy that was not. I, but that is pretty amazing, <laughs> and and I think probably effective. Uh, and the, the the Trump the Pence excuse it's a legitimate excuse for Mike Pence. It is not a legitimate excuse for the VP on the Donald Trump ticket because I don't think yeah. Pence is a name thrower or name caller or bomb thrower or anything like that. But I mean, your your candidate does nothing but insult people. You can't say I well we can't insult David Duke. That's over the line. I mean, yeah. and it's not. I mean, deplorable is a kind thing to say about David Duke. Yeah, honestly, he, he deserves much worse. They're, they're also throwing around that the Hillary campaign is hate filled. Are you kidding me? From the guy whose campaign has been all hate and and vitriol against people, it's pretty amazing to watch. Um, but this is this is a pick me up story right here. This is going to make you feel better. We got all this stuff going on. We got this NFL protest thing going on at the worst possible time. Who is going to kneel during the national anthem on 9-11? Well, quite a few, quite a few NFL football players because they're idiots and they don't even understand what they're talking about as they're trying to protest. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sunday's anti-American demonstration by some members of the Dolphins was deemed unacceptable by supermodel Kate Upton and her tweet went viral. Upton's tweet said, this is unacceptable. You should be proud to be an American, especially on 9-11, when we should support each other. As you've said many times on the show, Kate Upton is America. And, you know, we could beg and plead for a photo of someone that we, you know, might find by next Thursday on a story like this. Yeah. But uh, we didn't Guys, have we, to, we apparently, we don't have a picture of Hillary Clinton? I mean, is she, uh, she's in the news all the time. You don't have no, any pictures. No, uh, maybe what? get something what? next Thursday for you. Yeah, I, I could draw something in the control room. But uh, uh, but then... That's actually kind of tame, though. That is. Her, uh, it's usually... Remember the one they used to do all the time, every time oh, Kate Upton's... Uh, no, 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 Pat, I, I don't I don't remember, remember that, that one, one but... She seemed to be on a beach, a little more scantily clad than that. It was, uh, I believe, a Sports Illustrated Mm. swimsuit video. uh, Uh, Yeah, I believe it was. Um, You know, this is, uh, times have changed. Then she wrote, uh, protest and speak your mind whenever you want. But during the the 120 seconds, you should support the people who protect our freedom. That's awesome. It's not a lot to ask. And that's, that's not a lot to ask. That's not typical. Of, uh, you know, a, a young person like Kate Upton, a supermodel, who is a supermodel, who is a celebrity, who's probably been indoctrinated by every leftist she comes in. And that's all she probably comes in contact with in the modeling business. And yet here she is standing up for the United States of America. These are not high hurdles to that's clear. That's awesome. You know, it's standing really up for the anthem. They're really not. You know, right. You know, that's like not to mention the, the benefits that you yourself have received as a player. When you're sitting there making, at the very minimum, what's the minimum salary, Jeffy? Uh, these guys who are protesting? Yeah. But these guys who are protesting are probably making $5 million minimum. Yeah, I mean, certainly Kaepernick. These are not minimum salary right. players no. who yeah. are doing so this. So you're making at least five, probably six figures. The good news uh, is, uh, as far as San Francisco is concerned, I mean, seven that, uh, figures, sorry. Blaine Gabbert looked pretty darn good last night, so uh, Kaepernick's out. I, you know, I was going to mention that, mm. at, at least off the air, because t- I, 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 I caught I part of that I game. I happened to see it, and he looked Blaine Gabbard looked, looked like Joe Montana last know, night. <laughs> Freaking guy was awesome. He was throwing bullets between yeah. receivers, threading the needle. Yeah. He always had a great arm. He just uh, never Wow, he was good. I was... 
I was blown away. And he's pretty pretty athletic too. Pretty yeah. fast. I mean, he was he, he gained a lot of yards rushing in that game. He's improved a lot. Um, and Chip Kelly gets a shutout. I don't, I don't, did he have one shutout with the Eagles in his three years? I don't think so. Maybe Ooh. he had one. But he got no, a, that was a big game. Shutout. That was a nice I, game for him. I will say it appeared to me as I was watching it and and, and mildly engaged in the game. Um, it was more negative on the Rams than it was positive on the 49ers. Like I didn't get, I I was not blown away by how wonderful the 49ers right. are going to be how this year. How bad the Rams are! It, it, it's the same thing with the Eagles. I believe that. Uh, it it would yeah. seem like a more anti-Browns thing uh, with the right. Eagles than it did seem pro <laughs> Eagles. Um, and by the way, RG3 uh, out for the year. It looks like. What, what? again? Mm-hmm. You got to be kidding me! Uh, at least I think it. I think it was the year. Is uh, he made of glass too? Oh yeah. no, I got it. Some of these guys are just. Yeah, you get wow. that. He went on IR for sure. Oh my so. gosh! I, I wish my uh, son would have been able to sign the ten-year deal before he got injured. <laughs> Tell you, <laughs> you don't get anything from yourself. You, you realize it's not your money just because you gave, uh, you helped. Oh, was my mic, was my mic really, on? <laughs> yeah, really it was. small, insignificant way to help uh, him. Sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, we also have the uh, list uh, before we go to break here. Um, the uh, or- origins of the NFL team names. I am being so. told that during the Chip Kelly era, there was a uh, Philadelphia twenty-seven nothing victory over the Giants. Okay, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. okay. So uh, what, was it preseason? There was a shutout. That will be a shutout. Although this one was twenty-eight to nothing, even a big yeah. shutout. Yes. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, um, it, you know, and this a lot of people will say uh, this is proof that I'm a Hillary Clinton supporter uh, because a lot of people, everybody's saying that. Yeah, I mean, Not we just already a lot of know it. that. We've proven everybody's that. Saying in 1933. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets uh, were taken over by new owners uh, who decided to name them the Eagles in honor of the symbol of the National Recovery Act, part of Franklin D. Yeah, Roosevelt's oh, my New gosh. Deal. We Why know that? don't you just marry her already and get it over with? We get it. You trying. love Hillary Clinton. Oh, oh no, here we go. Oh, boy. Yeah, here comes oh, gosh. KateUpton.com. They found it. Um, this is amazing because this has been years since this is playing. They've <laughs> yeah. somehow been able to pull this video up of all the videos. Save How many times have you been like, hey, that. can I get that graph on tornadoes? Never to be found no, again. right. Uh, yeah, wait, like, we need that, you know, the, the graph on, uh, have we ever found a graph that I've asked for? Has it ever some of those pictures in the history are part of, of the, the show? I think some of those pictures are part of the new uh, DiCaprio uh, documentary on uh, mm-hmm. climate change. No, no, yeah, Jeffy. No, it's just so. Kate Upton half naked is what that is. That's what that is. Oh, okay. I think it's more than half. It's about 80%. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks cold. Uh, that's not. That's not a good. That's not a good place for she's that. She's ever looked cold in her she, life. She seems underdressed. Well, she's in the Arctic or someplace, and and she's in a bikini, which is kind of uh, strange. Uh, uh, clothing it's, for that, it's for just, that environment. It's ill-advised. You know, it's ill-advised. Uh, for, for health, you could catch cold uh, very badly there. <laughs> for health, very badly. Um, we're just concerned about her health. That's all. Uh, Green Bay Packers team founder Earl Curly Lambeau. Uh, the Indian packing company sponsored Green Bay's uh, football team and provided equipment and access to the field. So the Indian packing company became the Acme packing company. And later the nickname stuck and the Packers became. That's actually a Packers. terrible story. Of how That's you're a terrible story. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I know it was after a packing company, but That's awful. <laughs> it's even more boring than I anticipated. Yeah. And so uh, the Cowboys welcome. Uh, began playing in 1960, originally going to be named the Steers. The general manager uh, decided that been stupid. to have a uh, uh, that having a castrated bovine as a mascot might subject the team to ridicule. So he decided mm-hmm. to go with the Rangers instead. But fearing that the people would confuse the football team with the local minor league at that time baseball team called the Rangers, uh, Shram finally uh, changed the name to Cowboys, which, I, uh, you know, it seems like that was probably a good choice. Hey, these are super 
boring stories about how. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You know, just so you know, RG three. We'll move on to something. RG three out for at least eight eight games. weeks, eight games. Yeah, because, he's, because so he's IR designated yes, for return potentially. Yep. Okay. Um, so he could theoretically come back. It was a uh, a really weird play. <clears throat> he was sprinting full force to get out of bounds yeah. and seemed to not see one of the Eagles players who was already out of bounds. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like ran right into him, and the Eagles player can sort of lean into it with his helmet, and, and they broke a rib or something. Some, or I think it was a rib, no, or non-throwing shoulder, maybe it was. But it was a weird, it was a weird play. There's something about RG3; he just can't stop himself from getting hurt. It's like it's not. It's, it's, I know. It, it was a hard hit, and it was a mm-hmm. weird hit. And when it happened, it looked like he was hurt. And then he stayed in for one more play, threw a pass, and you could tell he was hurt after that. Um, and that, that was a fourth down. They went for it and did not uh, did not get it. Um, so yeah, that was uh, so he's out. Josh McCown is now going to uh, is going to fill in. Wow, is he still around? Josh yeah. McCown. I mean, he's only a couple of years removed from a really big year with the Bears. Um, wow. But uh, you know, you know what I find fascinating is that a lot of these quarterbacks that were at one time a big deal um, always turn up on some. They sure do. Second tier sports broadcast as the color commentator. Yeah, they're always the I, best ones. Too. I noticed it was uh, 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 Brady Quinn. Mm-hmm. who is a former Notre Dame quarterback and really ballyhooed coming out of college and then never amounted to much in the NFL. But he was on he was on the BYU broadcast, I think, with uh, Arizona. Uh, so it was oh, kind of fun to was. see him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 888 back. Would you switch phone companies if you knew your current carrier was using your money to fund Hillary Clinton's campaign or restrict your Second Amendment rights or promote abortion through organizations like Planned Parenthood or some other really progressive? Well, they are. No, they just, they, yes. that can't happen. It, it's happening. That's nuts. It's happening now. Are you crazy? Yeah, no. <sighs> well, the fact is, it's true. Uh, the current uh, phone, your current phone provider, whoever you have, really, is using mm-hmm. some of their money to uh, undermine your dele- uh, beliefs. Some of them, by the way, spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative mm-hmm. leaders from office and fight for social liberal change. So what do you do about it? You just say, well, you know, i got to have a phone. I guess that's the price I'm going to pay. Well, no, you can take action. You have Patriot Mobile now. How many times have we said this, Pat? Look, I don't want to support some cause I don't believe in, but I want, I want the product to be good. I'm not gonna. I, if, yes. if there's a, if there's a place that sells a product that's that's yes. quality, I'm gonna have to go get it there. Right. That's what Patriot Mobile is solved because you're still gonna get nationwide talk and text with with high speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices, but you're also going to get the bonus. They're going to donate 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. I love that. Mm-hmm. You get, so you get the same quality service. You get the latest phones, including iPhone, Samsung, and a mobile phone company that supports the conservative values that you believe in. I believe one of the charities you can choose is FreedomWorks, too. I mean, yes, they, you can. They've selected yeah. really good conservative really good. charities that you can pick. And, I mean, you know... If you're going to have a phone bill anyway, why not have some of the money go to an organization like FreedomWorks? I yeah. mean, this is, a, this is a win-win. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. The same service, the, the high-quality service you expect and deserve, but with a really cool added benefit of supporting things that you believe in. Call 877-367-7524 or PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Do it now. Which is, you know, we were going to do this big thing where we're not going to insult Jeff anymore. Yeah. I think we do it starting right now for the, till the end of the show. It's a good idea. Um, Especially since um, 
Jeffy has a, a dental appointment at 4.30, but we're telling him <laughs> that I, I guess the traffic going that direction is really bad. Really we should probably bad. leave right now. Really bad. Yeah. So uh, that sure? direction of town right now sure? is just, I mean, I it's it. jam-packed, so it's probably going to take you at least this long to get there. So you better go now. Get you out. better go oh now. God. Get to I know, the but I, I, mean, I could probably wait. No, you no, can't. No, not no. go get, in that direction. If out. you were going a different direction... Like towards another place in, my... in the in the Fort Wait, Dallas it's a dentist, Fort Worth, right? The dentist? Yeah, it's a yeah, dentist up there. It it's it a dentist over there by, right. you know, that, yeah, that's bad traffic in that I mean, direction. If you really think so. Bad yeah. traffic. I know it is. Yeah, right now. If you really the think dentist that... called us uh, and said, hey, are you guys around Jeffy right now? We said, yes. So said, oh, we understand the traffic going this direction is really bad. Can you send him here now? Because we got to get his teeth out today. And we said, sure, yeah, we can we yeah. can help you with that. So way, get going. You leave. We should point out that Jeffy leaving in the middle of the show, it might seem weird to you, but he's a little overheated. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, and and he's, he's getting a little wobbly. He's getting a little pneumonia. But he's going to be okay. He's perfectly healthy. I'm not drinking water. No, but you Jeffy. Make me drink water. Drink water. <laughs> not freaking drinking water. All right, okay. get, out, get out of here. Please drink some water. Please, Jeffy. Can, can we pull in the uh, Jeffy uh, replacement footage? Can you get that ready? Uh, just in case we need to talk <clears throat> to Jeffy because. Uh, yeah, have a good. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Jeffy. Uh, we'll see you later, okay? Bye. Oh. oh, wait. Why are you reacting like that? I don't understand. Why did you change your shirt? And your microphone's off again, idiot. Idiot. Stop. Fat moron. Well, we were going to not do the... Right. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, out. that's... Oh, wait. Yeah, what? Was that starting today? Yeah, okay. Never. That's right. Okay. Well, now it starts. Right now. For the last 31 minutes of the show. Right. Now that he's not here. And right. now, that he, of course, obviously he can't hear us, so we can say whatever we want. That's but, well, true. So we should get credit for the no insult thing. Um, this is an interesting story. Uh, remember Natalie Suleiman? No. She was uh, also known as Octomom. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't know her name was Natalie Suleiman. Yes. Uh, she was uh, ashamed, uh, she's now ashamed, um, uh, of dehumanizing and exploitative uh, lifestyle that she uh, led as Octomom. She had octoblets in 2009 and then worked as a porn star and a stripper to Uh-oh. make uh, ends meet. Wow. Sounds like Sarah Silverman, kind of. Yeah, she kind of does. Mm. Um, she says she, uh, she went... Um, She's uh, actually got 14 children, by the way. Oh, really? I thought she only 14. had 14. She had eight all at one time. And then she had six more. She's got six more. How many batches did the six come in? Uh, I'm not sure if they came in one apiece or how that worked. Okay. We'll have to look into that. Now, she, was, she wasn't... People are like, oh, well, she did some porn. No, no. She didn't just do some porn. She won four Adult Video Network Awards. So I don't know what she you've done with proud. your life out there. Yeah, uh, and that makes you feel pretty small. It makes you feel, I mean, like... You hey. realize there's somebody out there who's got four adult video network four. awards. Four. Not one. Four. And we can't tell you any of the names of them, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that is... Uh, you know, we want to talk about a, an illustrious career. Holy cow, yes. Th- this is, she, she reminds me sort of of, uh, you know, like a... I said, like, maybe like a Dante Culpepper who has a, a few big years and then has an injury, and then you never really get to see. She may have won 10 
adult video network awards you never know. by the end. We will never we will know never now. We'll never know. Unfortunately, how, she's out. How stellar her porn career could have uh, been. By the way, is this bizarre that we just decided to do a porn story once Jeffy left? Like, this is yeah, a that specialty. is weird. Um, she says she'd rather be homeless with 14 kids than allow any of her girls or her daughters go down the path that she had well, gone. This and, is and really look, good. She's yeah, seen the error of her ways, and well, she's trying to make up for it now. We're obviously being heartless monsters, as we typically are on this program, mm-hmm. but this is actually a positive story. Uh, she said she uh, had plastic surgery, and she had work on her face. Um, no, she's had no work on her face. Oh, no work on her face, but she injected her lips, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and it looked horrible. She was a bit embarrassed and ashamed. I mean, look, you, you know... You can go down some dark corners in your life, uh, and you can turn it around. And hopefully she's actually done this. I mean, she does seem to, you know, even back in the day, mm-hmm. seem to care about her kids quite a bit to do some uh, things that would uh, result in a, in a four-award performance at the right. Adult Video Network Awards. Uh, so it's nice. Hopefully this is uh, this is real, and we're getting a good update for a story for once in our lives. Yeah, that is nice. That's a, that's a nice story. It's also a new study that has found uh, teenage rebellion can be harnessed for good. Uh, the quintessential adolescent disdain for authority can be harnessed. Um, published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the study found that teenagers make better food choices if they regard eating healthy as an act of defiance. <laughs> that, that's our... Okay, great. Uh, researchers huh. randomly placed 489 Texas 8th graders into sections. First was given a standard reading material about eating well that you'd find in any normal health class. The literature explained the digestive process and all that. The second group was given an expose on the evils of the food industry, which which explained that big food engineers junk food to be addictive and uses manipulative marketing targeted at young kids. So the following day, researchers had their subjects choose which snacks they wanted. The kids who read the scathing expose on the food industry we're more likely to choose healthier food options than the other group. So just indoctrinate your children on how evil big corporations are. Yeah, just to tell them that uh, you know the things that feed uh, billions of people are, are going to kill you. Are bad. They're going to oh. kill you dead. Okay. More patent stew is on the way. It's inevitable. What are you going to do? I mean, I guess you could turn it off. But that's the I best mean, way to handle it, uh, to be honest. Like you, you just might turn be electrocuted if you have it. I wouldn't oh, do really? it. Oh, really? I wouldn't do it. Is that true? Yeah. I heard that if we show them a documentary about the evils of turning the channel, that they'll react more positively. That's true. Let's, let's lie to them about it. Let's, you will be killed if gonna, you touch your remote right You're going to die. You're going to die. You'll be killed. I am Pat of Helena, son of Joseph. I'm Steve, uh, son of Steve in Tarrytown, New York. <laughs> this is where I was born. You don't seem proud of your heritage. No, or I your am parentage. proud of my heritage. Or Actually, parentage. I'm told all the time I'm not proud of my heritage uh, yeah. because I'm not doing enough for the white race. Uh, well, you're not. That's on, true. On Twitter. Um, uh, because apparently I'm not supporting Donald Trump. Um, so that means that right. I, I don't care about my race, which, by the way, I don't care about. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a collectivist, so I don't really think in those terms. I guess collectivists care about their race because they care about groups. Um, I kind of just care about individuals. You should just get it over with and marry her once and for all. Oh, Hillary? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Because okay. Let's get Jeff. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, you've been you haven't said anything about this in a while. I mean, are, do you feel offended by that or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. apparently these. I'm not sure what that <laughs> means. 
<laughs> but, That's a good point, though. <laughs> it was actually his best segment of the day. Uh, by far. So, in weeks, mm-hmm. in fact. Yeah, I really would say. Um, do we have the tweet, by the way, uh, that we were just discussing, uh, Andrew? Okay, we'll load it up here in a second, because there's, inter- there's some more interesting commentary coming, coming down from Trump supporters on this paid maternity leave thing. And the problem is, enjoy. I guess they forgot that <laughs> they've commented on this previously. Yeah. Uh, they've tweeted about it previously. Uh, and now their tweets are somewhat different. So I will say this. Uh, it, 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 certain commentators are smart. They've gone back through their Twitter history to see if they've ever commented on something like this before. If you're going to be a Trump supporter... Like, who's com- doing that? Well, not Laura Ingram. We right. found that out. She's right. not doing it. She didn't look back to see when she had the exact opposite mm-hmm. of opinion. We'll give you another one here in a moment. Okay. Um, but there could be some other people who might have a little time. I mean, I, you got a couple hours before the show starts. You yeah. might want to... <laughs> Let's see, whose show starts in a couple <laughs> yeah. hours? You just might want to check, uh, check hmm. up on what you've maybe said about this in the past. Huh. You still have time. You still have time. <laughs> you have time to look back. And Hurry, look. Sean! Hurry! <laughs> Hurry! All right. Uh, this is kind of fun because there are some nuclear weapons out there that if you find them, you, you get a free lollipop. If you bring it back to the Defense Department mm-hmm. uh, unharmed. Um, we've lost a few, and we can't oh. find them. You're not going to have to find them You know, we had at one point... Over, it was like twenty or 30,000 nuclear weapons. Now, you can't keep track of all of them. No, you, if, you can, right? if you know where half of them are at a given You're doing pretty well. Yeah. We've only lost eight nuclear weapons. And the first one is somewhere in the Pacific. We're not sure where. But on February 13th, 1950, uh, an American B-36 bomber in route from Alaska to Texas during a trading exercise lost power in three engines and began losing altitude to lighten the aircraft. The crew jettisoned its cargo, which was just, I mean, it was a 30 kiloton, kiloton Mark IV fat man nuclear bomb into the Pacific Ocean. Conventional explosives detonated on impact, producing a flash and a shock wave. The bomb's uranium components were lost and never recovered. According to the uh, Air Force, plutonium core wasn't present. So don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Oh, good. Um, how about March 10th, 1956? B-47 carrying two nuclear weapon cores from McDill Air Force Base in Florida, which, by the way, right mm-hmm. next door to WFLA, our uh, mothership. Uh, well, you know, they disappeared during a scheduled air-to-air refueling <laughs> over the uh, Mediterranean Sea. Uh, became lost in a thick cloud bank at 14,500 feet. The plane was never heard from again, and its wreckage, uh, including the nuclear cores, was never found. Although How weird. Yeah. Although the weapon type remains wow. undisclosed, Mark 15 thermonuclear bombs, uh, commonly carried by B-47s, would have had a combined yield of 3.4 megatons. I wouldn't worry about that. I, I, it's like, um, look, everyone has a slip-up. Yeah. You know? uh, and, and once in a while, planes and their 3.4 megaton bomb payloads yeah. get lost. Yeah. Every well, once in a while. I'll tell you this. I was, uh, I was at the car dealership the other day, um, and I had to get a new, you know those keys with the key fobs, <laughs> like where like, you can you know, open your car as you're walking up to it? Yeah. Um, I had to get a new one of that because I had lost uh, my, my backup. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, it, that could That's have easily been a 3.4 megaton nuclear weapon. Basically the same story. <laughs> Except I was able to really easily repeat Replace it. It was right. so similar, I wonder why you've even bothered to tell it. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Okay. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, number three, lost into 
into thin air. No, that was one we. we no, number four. Because two and three were. Oh, okay, were two and three are the two that right. we're in. Right. So two. This, more these are four and five yeah. now. Somewhere in North Carolina, in a North Carolina swamp. So if you're going through North Carolina today, you happen to come upon a swamp, you might want to look for two twenty-four megaton nuclear bombs. Uh, a B-52 crashed while taking off from an air base in Goldsboro, uh, North Carolina. One of the weapons sank in a swampy farmland, and its uranium core was never found despite an intensive search. Uh, they went to a depth of 50 feet and didn't find this thing. To ensure no one else could recover the weapon, the USAF, United States Air Force, uh, bought a permanent easement requiring government put, uh, permission to dig on the land. Hmm. And in Japan, Nobody would ever do that if no. they didn't have the easement. They'd never no. dig where they shouldn't. That's never happened. I've, I, I will not let my kids go into sandboxes without easement. The easement, yeah. From the USAF, yeah. obviously. Where, where's, your, where's your sandbox easement, kids? <laughs> uh, you have a, actually, I think about it, you have a bumper sticker that a, says, where's your sandbox where, easement, Where's your kids? sandbox That's where I got it easement? From. Mm-hmm, I thought so. Because there may be a 24 uh, megaton bomb <laughs> in there. An A-4E Skyhawk uh, in 1965 carried a one-megaton thermonuclear weapon, a hydrogen bomb. Rolled off the deck of the... uh, hydrogen bomb. Jeez. (laughs) Rolled into the Pacific Ocean. Oopsie. Plane uh, and weapon sank in uh, 16,000 feet of water. Was never found. Fifteen years later, the Navy finally admitted the incident had taken place and claiming it happened 500 miles from land. Um, but it actually happened 80 miles off from land. Oops. Uh, wow. Kind of amazing. Uh, 16,000 feet of water. That would be hard to find. It would be. It would be hard to find. It's difficult for human beings to swim to that depth. Oh, I mean, you've got to hold you, your breath for a really long time. you sink really fast to the bottom because you're uh, Yeah. Sometimes if you overweight. wore like a, if you were like the size of a. Uh, something that we can't think of. I can't. Like someone, you were some big guy, you know what I mean? If we could see any footage of someone who might a, be the size who could sink to 16,000 feet. This is really hard to do. Uh, oh, oh, what's the... Uh, you, you guys mistakenly huh. put the joke. No, we're not, we're, not, we're not mocking him today. No, not so. today. <laughs> um, no, that's, this is just a half-assed version. I mean, we're just practicing here. Yeah. Uh, this is like the, right. the lazy layup We're just seeing if we could possibly game. do it. Yeah. So far, the answer is no. no. <laughs> Spring of 1968, uh, numbers 7 and 8, 250 kilotons of explosive power. While returning to home base in Norfolk, Virginia, the USS Scorpion nuclear attack submarine mysteriously sank about 400 miles southwest of the Azores, in addition to the tragic loss of all 99 crew members. Wow, that I don't remember this incident. Of course, I was quite young, but... The Scorpion was carrying two unspecified weapons, either anti-submarine missiles or torpedoes tipped with nuclear weapons. These could yield up to 250 kilotons of explosive power. Um, I'm always fascinated, by the way, on, on the sort of nuclear arms race uh, and how it developed. Um, mm-hmm. Think about this for a second. The U.S. between started making nuclear weapons in about 1950. Um, Got up to, uh, I mean, in real numbers. Obviously, they had in big numbers. Yes, but in real numbers, they started making Mm -hmm. them around 1950. Um, By 1963, they had 32,000. We had 32,000 nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. At that point, Russia only had about 2,000. So we had 32,000. They had 2,000 nuclear weapons. We that was our peak. So in, 19, in the 60s, we had 32,000. That was our peak. Since then, we've declined the entire time. Yeah. Russia. We've gotten rid of a lot. Yeah, we, we've gotten rid of a lot. We're all the way down now to about 5,000. So we've gone from 32,000 to 5,000 nuclear weapons. But from 1963 to 1990, 
we were declining and Russia was still increasing. In fact, they went all the way up to 40,000, surpassing our peak in uh, about 1990. And then, of course, around 1990, you might notice the country fell apart Mm -hmm. and they've just been in a huge decline ever since. So ours looks like a quick rise up and then a slow decline. Theirs is like a mountain. It's a peak. Uh, And I would ask I would actually show you this graph, but instead I'd get Kate Upton footage. Oh, and that would be Uh, terrible. We oh, no, they've made that mistake again. (laughs) That's not a mistake. They they could easily put the graph up here because it's got it really describes what I was talking about with the nuclear (laughs) arms race. And and well, she's got arms. Well, no, I know, but that's it's kind of a different. She's not racing right now, but she's got arms. It's a, it's a little. It's a little Does she different. have arms in that? I think so. Uh, you didn't look at her arms? No. Oh, well, I'm not sure. I mean, who knows? Triple eight, seven twenty seven. She's tall. There's a lot to look at there. More patents to come. So up. it's like there's a graph in it, like the, the line kind of mm-hmm. so goes up quickly. Do we have that graph now? No. Maybe we have the graph now. It's possible. The They're not going to show the so. graph. They're going to. with a new segment called People of Consistency. Yeah, it's pretty good. Consistent Consistency. Yeah, that's the name of it. Mm-hmm. It's People of consistent, co- <laughs> con- Consistency. Um, and I think it's a good, a good catchy title. You said it differently, though. What? It's not as effective when <laughs> really? you say it differently <laughs> like that. <laughs> and and, and sense that. Um, so we played it. Do we, I, I, we, don't, we probably don't have the Laura Ingram <coughs> thing. I should have asked for that. Uh, do we still have the Laura Ingram one for, with Hannity by any chance? Um, this is happening <laughs> All over the internet today, Laura Ingram coming out, you know, last year and saying, uh, you know, uh, paid childcare is, you know, it's crazy, it's expensive, we can't do it, everything's going to be free. Is that right, Hillary? And then uh, Sean Hannity retweeting it. Then today, now that Donald Trump has come out in support of free paid maternity by the government, uh, as we, by the way, promised you he would. Uh, she, they are now, well, you know what's interesting? I want to see how they paid for this. This could be a savings program. <laughs> we might save money. <laughs> this is incredible. This guy's a genius. <laughs> so here's another one. And I don't <laughs> actually know who this person is, but uh, it, it, it's I, I, I'm told a Huge prominent Trump, um, Trump supporter, supporter uh, A.J. Delgado, who uh, uh, has tweeted quite often about uh, child care in the past. Yeah, but yeah. how old were you in 2014? Oh, it's a I long was six time years ago. old. I um, was six years old. I don't even remember 2014. Are we talking about mandating employers provide maternity leave and paternity leave? Oh, God, we've officially turned into France. That New York Post article <laughs> last month rightly criticizing Paltrow now turns to a liberal call for the government to mandate paid maternity leave. The government should not force employers to pay you while you take two months off for maternity or paternity leave. It was your decision. Plan around it. What's the reaction today? Oh, it's a joyful one. I think you'll like it quite a bit. Let's see the brand new update from She's AJ no Delgado. No, no doubt reminding people. Oh, oh, uh, oh. sane, helpful, compassionate policies. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome. And when I put these I up on my Facebook post today. 
Why are you helping Hillary? This is. I want Trump to just come out and just like, you know what? I I want the country to be a communist nation. Period. That's my speech for the day. That's what I wanted to do tonight, just to see all of these people defend communism. You tomorrow. know what? Communism is uh, a system where everybody is helped and. And we all are treated equally, and everybody gets along in a society. Do you know the root of the word communism? Commune. That right. means coming together. People to coming together I mean, to what's share. What's the big deal? Why do you hate? I mean, and look, you know, is I, it Germans you hate so much? No, you know the issue here, Pat, is <laughs> that they think these people out here uh, don't understand that. You know, sure, uh, communism hasn't been done right in the past, but Donald right. Trump would do it right. Right. Like, yeah, Donald Pol Trump Pot would and, you know, those do guys it are cool. right. They weren't Trump. Trump, you know, this guy's a businessman. He's not a politician. He comes right. from, He's a businessman. So he knows how to do communism. Right. This guy is properly. Been he's been he's been creating jobs. And in communism, everyone has to be employed. So this guy's the right. perfect guy to implement this. Perfect. He's, the, he's America's greatest job perfect. creator. Um, this one comes in, too, as well. From, uh, from I'd love to see that. You know, that would happen because you know what? Absolutely would happen. Anyone who is the Republican candidate, these people would freaking defend. Anyone. Um, here is uh, uh, another one. This is sent in by one of our fabulous listeners, Daniel, who's uh, Bill Mitchell. I don't know who that is either. Another prominent Trump supporter, apparently. Um, this uh, is pretty amazing. Comes from this is all the way back in January of 2016. Um, here it is. Uh, January of 2016. Now, how old were you in January of 2016, Pat? Um, three. Bernie Sanders just promised guaranteed three months paid maternity leave. Who the hell pays for that? Today? <laughs> Today? Trump's child care reform is something that is badly needed. So many women remain in abusive marriages just because they can't afford daycare and work. Um, how do you work that out when people call you on it? Because you just how do you don't care. You know, it's, it's the same thing. It's Trump's approach. You don't care. What, you mm -hmm. just don't care that you're lying. You don't mm -hmm. care. If you just let it go, it's over. You know what you do? You power through. You power through it. It's true. It's how I use that term all the time. I use wow. it for Debbie Wasserman Schultz and people like this. You just power through the lies. As long as you don't act like they bother you, they don't bother you. You power right through them, just like Hillary trying to walk to a van. Oh, and here's, oh. A, here's that graph. Oh, I was, there's that uh, graph. Yeah. No, that's not a graph. That's just, again, that's just paid up. Uh, with our logo on our, like, the sponsored version. <laughs>